Detroit will host the President of the United States today, coming in for a campaign event with uh, the UAW, uh, kind of a, a get-out-the-vote moment before the uh, primary coming up uh, February 27th, I believe. It's uh, We'd love to be able to tell you where we may have some freeway closures and things like that, or when there might be a, a pause in arrivals and departures you know in our be. airspace, but they're not sharing exactly what his itinerary is yet, but so uh, continue to... To follow uh, Renee and our uh, traffic reporters, they'll let you know uh, what uh, what complications there may be out there as uh, we, we give the president uh, and his motorcade a, a wide berth when they come to town. But there is a question about how influential these visits are, and especially in light of the fact that in the 2020 election, 40% of union households voted for Donald Trump. Let's bring in uh, Daniel House, senior editor and columnist for the Detroit News, who has been watching uh, this dance between the UAW and the president, the the somewhat delayed endorsement. Daniel, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very good. We know that these are very contrived events. They're very mm-hmm. there's a lot of stagecraft that goes into them. How influential are they really? Oh, I think they, they, they're important because they certainly underscore the importance of, of states and locations and, and, and the kind of voter that maybe these two, these two candidates are going to be vying for. Uh, I, look, I think despite the fact that we went, went through this months-long dance about whether the, and when the UAW was going to endorse Joe Biden, I think once they have, uh, they now have got a very powerful surrogate on their, on their side. Sean Fain will not back down rhetorically. I think we've already, we know that from what we saw during the auto talks. And I think we know that uh, basically over the last few days, uh, that will be the case in this presidential. And it will rattle President Trump. Um, It's already proved to have rattled him uh, and he's not taken this, this well. I think he thinks that the UAW are his people. I think he met with the Teamsters yesterday. That's Mm -hmm. gonna be another key endorsement um so i think i think this is significant in the industrial midwest this you you, this you need michigan to get to the presidency i think we all know that and uh uh, so i think this is the beginning of what we're going to see many different visits by probably by both men but i think president biden is really going to be leaning on michigan as a key constituency to help him retain the White House. Uh, Daniel, even though the UAW has endorsed uh, President Biden as a whole, doesn't necessarily mean rank and file of, will fall in line because, you know, the former president uh, got some votes from the UAW in that last election. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I think that's right. Uh, but I think that's been the case for a long time. I think the membership has t- intended to be more conservative than the leadership. The leadership has pretty much been lockstep pro-Democrat for for as long as anybody can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's always been a pushback within the union by some people who are willing to be vocal. A lot of people figure it's not worth getting into the getting into the mix, but uh, I think it's gonna continue to be uh, an issue and uh, he's gonna continue to have, Trump's gonna continue to have voters within the rank and file. Trump may not say it, but he clearly took it personally if he mm-hmm. lashed out the way he did. So he cares. Oh, I think he cares a lot. Look, I mean, this is a guy who's got, we all know, a, a very brittle ego. Uh, and he does not like being challenged. And he particularly doesn't like being challenged by people who uh, won't back down. And I think we're seeing that with a little bit with Nikki Haley, uh, his frustration. And I think we're clearly seeing it with Sean Fain. 
you know, Sean is not going to is not going to shrink from the attack from verbal attacks uh, from Donald Trump, and he's going to give as good as he gets, and he's going to go on to national TV talk shows like he did yesterday, I believe it was, with the with Morning Joe, and give as good as he gets, and uh, and is not going to be intimidated. And I, and I think that's the kind of cert, which is why I think you're going to see the Biden team is going to be leaning on him as a as an effective surrogate. There was a, a question, well, though, and it, it, it was a nagging one about why they didn't endorse sooner. And Sean Fain said, well, we're waiting because we're looking. We've got concerns about the EV transition and we're looking for some assurances on the part of Biden administration that our workers won't be left behind at transmission plants, engine plants, things like that. Are you aware of anything that the Biden campaign has done to ease those concerns at all? Or has Sean Fain just conveniently set those concerns aside? I think it's probably the la- I'm not aware of anything. And so I would say it's probably the latter. But I, I found the dance to be a little a little silly because um, I think we knew they weren't going to be endorsing Donald Trump <laughs> in this in this cycle. Um, but, I mean, you, you, it was used to the point where. Uh, the president of the United States came to a picket line during a strike and no one else ever can ever remember that happening. So, I mean, I think you had a situation where president Biden was almost bending over backwards to to, to support the UAW and to get the UAW support of him. Uh, And ultimately that's where it led, but it was a bit of a, I think kind of a silly dance to be honest with you. Uh, with the election looming, you believe we're going to see President Biden, well, and uh, President Trump a lot in the coming months? Uh, absolutely. I mean, look, M- Michigan is, is you tell us, when we're, we're hiring new reporters, this is one of the things we, we tell people, we say, listen, Michigan is one of the most consequential states, certainly in the Midwest, if not in the country, for presidential politics. And uh, we've seen candidate after candidate coming here. Uh, when Hillary Clinton lost Michigan in 2016, that was pr- pretty much game over at that point. And uh, I think it's going to be a repeat here. And I don't think it's a sure thing. And the polling that the Detroit News has done uh, in conjunction with its other partners uh, seems to give, shows Trump is, is leading uh, single digits, I believe, uh, but nevertheless is leading in Michigan. Now, that's a snapshot in time, as we all know. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it's going to be you, that, that underscores why you're going to see the president today and why we're going to see him uh, more times to come and probably the same thing for Trump. The president's campaign has been drawing attention to an interview that Sean Fain did with Neil Cavuto after that endorsement where Cavuto asked Sean, he said, uh, you know, you've had these defections in the past. How concerned are you that your uh, rank and file will follow you? And Fain said, well, make no mistake, I don't expect the majority of our members to vote for President Biden. It, it was, we weren't sure if it was a slip uh, of the tongue. So if, yeah. if, if he misspoke or if, it, if he was being very candid. I, I can't speak to that. I, I, I don't really know. I, I, I kind of doubt it. I think it sounds like a misspeak to me um, because I suspect that a majority of their members probably would vote for for President mm-hmm. Biden, but, um, you know, a majority is 51, right? Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> or 50.1. I mean, so, I mean, you, you could, you, you could, it could have, but I also think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to vote for Trump. Yeah. Um, if in fact he is the nominee. 
we, we know that uh, President Trump likes to make every transaction personal, and he has really mm-hmm. gone after Sean Fain personally. How could that backfire in the UAW because of Fain's popularity, or could it work? I think it could work. Um, I, I don't know. You could argue it both ways. I mean, you know, he, he, I think what did he call him? I mean, he had, had a name for him: weapon of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's what Trump called Fain. And if depending on how you look at the the contract. <laughs> The new contract. I mean, there's some people that might agree with that. Yeah, he's also uh, marrying him to the Chinese and saying you're you're handing the industry to the Chinese. But then Fain said the only weapon of mass destruction we face in the last 40 years has been corporate greed, and that's Trump's world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, corporate greed is his is his tell all. I mean, explains everything. I mean, when we when we talked about during the run up to during the strike and then during negotiations about uh, the issues in the contract. He just kept brushing it all off as corporate greed. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they could continue to afford these contracts. And when you <laughs> when you look at the GM's numbers this week, yeah, he maybe he's got a point. I mean, they seem to absorb that pretty well. But last year's numbers really aren't going to tell the tale. I mean, it's going to be what the numbers right. are look like going forward. Uh, and I do think you're going to see some reevaluation of uh, of investment in the industry. Uh, Ford, in particular, I think, learned a very bitter, bitter lesson is despite the fact that they are so invested in the United States, it came back to haunt them because so much of their production uh, is UAW production mm-hmm. and they don't have stuff outside the United States and Canada and Mexico as an example or not nearly as much. Well, we um, will uh, we will await the the uh, what we know affectionately as the dog and pony show that will be uh, put on for the benefit of the cameras today, Daniel. As President yep. Biden uh, seeks to convince union households to uh, stay the course and support him in 2024. Thanks for your time. You bet. Thank you. All right. Meantime, it was an active shooter drill. These are necessary, but this one happened in a very vulnerable zone, at a home for disturbed children. And they weren't notified in advance that it was just a drill. We'll talk about the fallout next on JR Morning at 749.